Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I hope you're all having a wonderful holiday week. I'll be back after the new year with some recaps of our favorite shows. But in the meantime, I have an interview with the one and only Teresa Caputo, who many of you might know as the Long Island Medium. She's got a fantastic podcast out. And here's the thing. I want to be honest with you guys. I was a little unsure as to whether or not I wanted to release this episode. Not because Teresa wasn't fantastic to talk to. She was so compelling, interesting, wonderful, kind all of those things. However, about midway through our chat, I got very emotional. And I don't want to spoil it. You guys will hear it. I wasn't sure if I should edit it out or if I should just scrap it completely. Again, not because it wasn't interesting, just because I've never gotten this emotional in podcasting. I mean, I was ugly crying like Claire Danes in the show Homeland. That's how I got. I don't even know if I'm going to put this on YouTube because it was I was so overwhelmed with emotion when Teresa, she mentions my grandmother. You guys will hear the whole thing. But I thought it was a super compelling chat, and also Teresa was just wonderful. And no matter where you stand, I don't know, before I did this interview, I wasn't sure if I believed in all of this stuff that Teresa practices. And then, I don't know, I just, I found it so interesting and also very overwhelming, very uh, overwhelming, but also very therapeutic in a weird way. So you guys will hear it. Uh, before I play our chat, I want to say, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino, Twitter and Instagram. You want any of the Everything Iconic merch, just go to everythingiconic.store. You want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash everythingiconic. If you click become a patron, you could donate $4 or more per month and get access to the bonus episodes. Doing one a month, and I'm recapping Sex in the City over there. I just put the December episode out. It's really fun. So check that out. And if you want to watch this chat, I'll put it up on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. I think I'll put it up there. I don't know. I might feel too vulnerable to not put it up, but I'll I'll try. I'll try. And uh, what else? Without further ado, please enjoy my chat with Teresa Caputo. And you guys, be kind. I'm sorry that I got a, like such a blubbering, crying mess. Uh, but you know, I uh, it was a, a really, really great conversation. So please enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Teresa, first and foremost, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Yeah. I'm so excited to chat with you. I feel I also a little bit nervous and I'm not really sure why exactly, but I'm a little nervous, but also Don't be nervous. Scary. I know uh, my, my my nails can be very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at right now? Are you um I'm, I'm at home. Right. I'm I'm in Long Island, you know, in, uh, back in the Ville in, in Hicksville. Yeah. You know, I want to just jump right in, and I wonder if you could just tell me a little bit about your history with your with your career, and maybe when you kind of realized it could be a career path, if that makes sense. I never really looked at it as a career. Um, I struggled with my gift um, for many years because I couldn't understand why someone would want to come to a medium, and how could this be a quote unquote career. 
And what I learned is that, um, unfortunately, no matter who we lose or how they die, we here in the physical world are left with burdens and guilt. Mm. And that's what I use my gift for is to help people to be able to move on after the loss of a loved one with as much happiness and peace that they possibly can. Now, now emotionally, is that exhausting a little bit? Because, uh, you know, it's a lot to take on. It is. But what, I, what I've learned is that um, when, especially when I read, I don't have any of my own personal thoughts, feelings, or emotions. It's simply of just of the souls of the departed and the person that is receiving the messages. Right. You know, you know it, 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 is, it is tough because I, I always say this, Danny, I make what I do look very easy. It's the hardest thing that I have to do is to, to help and people and encourage people to embrace life with happiness and joy, knowing and feeling that they don't know how to do that mm. after the loss of a loved one. And I think that I don't, I don't think people realize how powerful these messages truly are. You know, we hear them, we listen to them, but they're so life-changing, mm-hmm. someone. What was the first moment you, it clicked for you that you had this gift? Was there one specific moment? Well, I just thought it was normal. I mean, growing up, you know, I would say to my mom, I feel different. I don't feel like I belong here and I feel different than everyone else. And my mom would always be very comforting to me and, you know, reassuring me that I wasn't. And um, this is what happens. <laughs> I almost feel like that. I feel like when I can't gather my own thoughts, feelings, or emotions, it's spirit. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best, Danny, to oh, stay okay. focused on what you're asking me. <laughs> Is there a spirit I don't know. Like related to me? You don't know. I, I don't know. 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 <laughs> I'm just going to keep going on and then we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, so um, what was the original question? <laughs> Uh, when you first kind of realized that you had this gift. Oh. So like growing up for me, I just thought it was normal. I thought everyone was sensing and feeling what I was. And it wasn't until later in my 20s and early 30s that I discovered that I was not only able to connect with my own departed loved ones, but everyone else's. And uh, the, the moment of 9-11, when 9-11 happened is when um, I had a spiritual experience where I was told this is now the time because people need healing more than ever. People died. Their loved ones didn't know what happened to them. It's almost very parallel to what is going on now with this pandemic. People weren't sure if their loved ones were afraid if, um, or, or how they died or if they suffered. And are you feeling kind of overwhelmed right now with all the loss? Um, I think every day I feel this overwhelmingness. I think it's a different kind of feeling. Um, and I think it's because the need that people are searching, uh, for some type of positivity, a lot of people, what I found over these, uh, past several months is a lot of people have lost their faith and they don't know how to go on. And then there's that other side of the coin where people are turning to spirituality and they are looking for something else, something different. Did anyone else in your family, have they had these gifts or were you uh, the only one? So I come from a very spiritual family. Um, I feel that I am the only one that has taken the, my, my gift and um, embraced it the way that I have. I was listening to your show, your podcast, and you just released an episode with Matt Bomer, who I love. He's 
stunningly uh, gorgeous. And, yeah, and I was going to say dreamy. Yeah. He's so dreamy. I know. <laughs> um, but I was listening to it and I think yeah. you guys were doing it over zoom, right? It was yeah, just yeah. like how we are. Yeah. So I'm curious, like how, is there a difference when you're reading someone over zoom versus in person? For me, yes and no. Um, the messages are still being able to be delivered and you can still feel them. But for me, I am such a people person that I love and I crave that physical connection. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the only thing that I kind of feel different. I feel that people also with, with the Zoom, some people also seem more relaxed because it's not so, can I use the term, Danny, intimidating? Yeah. Yeah. You know, where it's not like, it's like they, they might be in the safety of their own home and, and they feel comfort, you know, they're not as guarded, I think, over Zoom. Yeah. Uh, it's very fascinating to me. And um, do, you, do you ever ask yourself sort of why, why me? Why was I given this? Or Yeah. yeah. I struggle yeah. with that for probably about five years uh, before I really embraced my gift. I struggle with, okay. I struggle with so many things because um, I always share with people, I am a practicing Catholic and I struggle with that with my faith. And I was like, okay, well, if this gift is given to me by God, why was I chosen? Why was I the one to be with this gift? I, I never considered it a burden because people will ask me that too. Uh, do you consider it a burden or a curse? And absolutely not. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to channel the souls of the departed. And, you know, I don't want anyone to ever be, uh, to misunderstand why I do what I do. It's not, I don't, it doesn't matter to me if people believe in me or mediums. I want people to believe in themselves, to believe mm. and to know that the things that go on around them, that they, that remind them of their own loved ones, that it is them. It's their loved one's souls with them at their, that exact moment. And that there is more to life than this. You know, you've, You've been doing this for a long time, and I wonder if you've noticed a shift because um, because you've been around so long, I think people have a little bit more faith in what you do because they've been able to see it over the course of, of time. Have you noticed that that shift as well? Yes, but I, I, I kind of live in like my little bubble of where people do believe in an afterlife. Yeah. You know, I think what, what people struggle with is because we can't see it or feel it or physically touch it, right? It, it's hard for us to, to really believe in something like that. Yeah. So when a spirit's coming to you, what, it, what is that feeling like or, or what, how does it work? Is that a stupid question? No, 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 no. That's a very good question because that's how, you know, people always ask me, how does it work? And, what, and I wish I had some like amazing way of like what happens. It's just as we were talking before, and I still have it, um, I have this heaviness. So a lot of times when spirit wants to communicate, I'll feel a heaviness in my head. But more importantly, I kept feeling like I was having a lot of trouble breathing, a struggle of breath. And then my throat felt restricted, which is my symbol for that. Someone passed from something of the heart, lungs, or chest, and they were unable to communicate in the end. And I do feel that I do feel that there, there are actually several souls present. I don't know who else is on this call, if there's someone else with you or, but there was a father energy stepping forward. So if I feel a father figure, even if it might not be someone's dad, it could be someone that was like a father, a grandfather, an uncle, or someone where you would share that bond with. So typically spirit will make me feel the bond and relationship that you shared with them and how they departed. Okay. I, my, my grandpa, he was, um, he he had some heart trouble. He passed away uh, okay. a couple of years back from heart trouble. 
so, uh, and he just said to me, he goes, it was kind of quick though. It was. Yeah. He goes, you know, there was really no time. And he, he, he kept showing me like he came forward in this suit jacket when he had like, um, like this hanky in here and it was so perfectly done. He always had, a, he always would wear a suit jacket with a hanky. Yeah. Even Stop I mean, it. casually. Yeah. Stop. I just got the goosebumps and the chills. I did too. That's I did my too. validation that it is his soul and present and, and his soul is present. The reason why um, he made me feel that he went quickly, that even though he might've had trouble, we really didn't have time to kind of fix the heart issue. And he made me feel like he goes, you know what? He says, I lived my life. Yes, I had this condition, but I just lived my life and, ex- and, and embraced every day as a gift. And I lived life to the fullest. He says, I wouldn't have changed how I died. He said, because there really was no suffering to my passing. I didn't have to watch my family watch me be sick. Mm. He goes, mm-hmm. do you know how hard that would have been? He says, and that would not have been me. Are you like named after him or a namesake? Because he, refer- he keeps referring to you as almost like, um, like a namesake or more like a son to him than a grandson. No, I, I wasn't. No, his, his name was Frank, but... Um- I, I actually, I had sort of a tough relationship uh, he, with him. He just said to me, a very unique. So this is the interesting, that I, the, the interesting thing that I find with spirit. When spirit makes me feel something that is an opposite of their personality and or your relationship, it validates of them taking responsibility for their actions on how they made you feel. Mm-hmm. What the souls of the departed have explained to me is that when we get to the other side, we review our life through someone else's eyes that we've hurt or disappointed. So that's how the soul learns lessons and grows. So I love the fact that he made me feel like that he was proud of you and he was proud to call you his namesake. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, he literally, he's so blunt. Was that him? Probably, yeah. So he's like, yeah. I, I, I was a jerk. Yeah, yeah. He was. And I kind of feel like he built like walls around him. And it's almost like if he didn't understand something or know about it, it was dumb. Or why? Why, why would you want to do that? Or why would you? And he says, I realized the, um, how do I interpret this? Um, narrow-mindedness or, or like, Oh, he showed me like a horse with blinders on, like not being able to see anything else but right what was right in front of him. Yeah, you know, he had met, I, I've been with my boyfriend forever and he had met my boyfriend a bunch of times, but he never knew it was my boyfriend and he would. He said, ne- so the blinders the and blinders, never, yeah. acno- never acknowledged it. But you know what he says? You know what I've seen from the other side is how you have, now you're the only one that's going to know this because this is something extremely personal to you. Um, How he's showing me, he showed it to me as if it was like um, a rose bush. So here you were this rose bush and we have this bud. Now you have your partner, your boyfriend, and all of a sudden you've blossomed into this beautiful rose. That makes sense. And I think what he's validating is on how he has seeing how he has allowed you to grow as a person and to explore things that you never thought you would have been able to feel 
or be in a place in your life as far as a relationship um, or to feel that way about someone else and like where you thought nothing was going to be possible. You have all of the, the, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. And he says, that's what I admire and love about your relationship and about I, the man that you've become. And he just looked at me and he goes, Teresa, he's not going to believe this because this is so opposite of who I was here in the physical world. He showed me a watch. So can you connect with a watch? Um, if, you don't, if there was nothing specific that maybe he liked watches, collect watches, and or if you have something to do with a watch, if you cannot specifically connect with a watch, it then becomes my symbol for where you connect with time, um, where you look at a clock and the time is always the same or the numbers are always the same on the clock, 333, 7-Eleven, whatever it may be, or you feel like a connection with that. Know that that is the soul getting your attention. Did you have a good friend that died? Uh, Tragically. I just, I, I tasted blood. So that's my symbol for that. They died sudden and or unexpected, hit me in the back of the head. It means that they passed quickly. Uh, one of my best friends lost his brother uh, very okay. recently. So know that your, I asked your grandfather to validate that I interpreted everything correctly and that his soul has learned lessons and sees you in a very different light. And I asked him to bring forward someone that you would not expect to bring forward. So know that this is, I'm going to refer to him as the brother energy. Okay. And he did the sign of the cross and stood with the blessed mother. That is just my symbol for this doesn't mean, I, again, I share with you my, in my frame of reference. You or the family has to place it on how it fits in their life. And he says, I want you to know that I take responsibility for my actions that caused and attributed to my departure. I don't want anyone to carry that burden and know that my soul is safe and at peace with God. Oh, wow. wow. You, you mentioned uh, Rosebud, and I got really emotional. My, my mm-hmm. grandma's name was Rose. And- he, ju- he, ju- he just brought is she departed as well? Because mm-hmm. he goes, this is who... Why he would have been excited to meet you, Teresa, because I, I started, I doodle and write as I, and I started to write grandma. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. him, um, so know that he brings her forward. So there was a reason why I brought up the rose. I used the term of a rosebud. Yeah. And she's like, he's such a good boy, Teresa. He's such a good boy. She says, please know that I heard you say goodbye. I don't want you to feel that you could have or should have been there more for me. You understand that? Yeah, I wasn't able to be there. Um, and, and I did her eulogy, but I wasn't there at the end. She says it was so beautiful. Do you know he talked about everything from him growing up all the way up until the day that I died? Do you actually have the eulogy in a frame or you kept it in something safe? I have it. Yeah. I don't have it framed, but I, I have it. Yeah. Um, is it like three pages long? It's yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to check it. But. I just wanted her to validate because I did see that you did write something in memory of someone, um, but it was prior to your grandmother stepping forward. So I just wanted her to validate that, that she yeah. does know. Yeah. I wasn't able to, be there towards the end of, of her life when she was in the hospital and really sick. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that end part of her life, but we were really close when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and that's we, what you I was able about. to, I was able to fly home for the funeral and I'm the, mm-hmm. I did the eulogy. 
She says, please know that I can move freely on the other side. I have no more restrictions because she made my legs feel numb, which means she had some type of disability, um, whether she couldn't move around well, whether a swelling or actually had something amputated and it validates that she can move freely on the other side. Yeah, she, I mean, she was, I think, bedridden for towards the end. And oh. um, she talks about a specific necklace. Um, do you know about the necklace or was there something about? Nothing I can think of. I mean, she always had a rosary in her hands. Um, I don't know if you can ask maybe mom or ask someone of how, of what that meant. It could be something where someone might've wanted something of hers and they didn't acquire it. Um, she actually has a sense of humor, your grandmother. Because when you were talking about like, oh, I didn't get to see her when she passed. Or she's like, oh, please. She goes, it was a mess. She goes, it was a good thing that he couldn't make it. Oh. Like, know, I feel like yeah. she was like blowing, you know, like, no, that's not a big deal. Like, you know, and it, and it was almost like, I feel like she just said to me, she goes, please tell him that there are no regrets. Yeah. You know, uh, you mentioned funny and I, my, my other grandmother too, she, she passed a little more recently and she was like a comedian. So I'm wondering if, Oh, I don't know. Well, where does the cooking come in? Uh, or that something? was my, that was the grandma you were, Grandma Rose. That was Grandma okay. Rose. Grandma Rose ain't letting other grandma through. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, I was really who, close with, with Grandma well, Rose. With, yeah. I mean, she I, was, she was the she, one I was hoping would maybe, well, she, but do you see how important it was? I I feel how important it was you, for you to hear from your grandfather. Yeah. I, now I, your, your grandmother talks about a, a, a sister that is with them on the other side. So did so, uh, somebody lose the sister or sister-in-law? You know, my aunt, my aunt Helen, um, her, her, my grandma's sister possibly. Um, okay. So like, I don't have any sisters. So it's like, I, you know, so I, I don't want to take in for granted. She actually brought forward three other souls. So just know that they are all connected on the other side. Okay. And, um, I, I don't know. Your grandmother Rose is making me feel like you kept something so special of hers. And I feel like it has no monetary value whatsoever, whether it be a piece of handwriting, you know, uh, it could be China or a piece of silk, but I feel like it has no monetary value. Yeah, I have a little uh, note that she wrote um, before she passed, and it's in my office, um, framed. So, listen, at the end of the day, there's no way I would know that. Yeah. But she does. And it validates that her soul is with you and hasn't left you, and more importantly, no regrets. Mm. I feel like that it's so... um, Your grandmother, she brags about you. Yeah. Like, she's showing me, like... I remember when my grandfather, she's showing me uh, like whether she was in the hospital and she always spoke about you or talked about you because she's showing me my grandfather that in the end, he used to tell everyone in the, in the rehab, oh, my granddaughter, yeah, she's on TV, but she just talks. They, they just pay her to be on TV and she just talks. <laughs> yeah. yeah my, <laughs> he had no clue. <laughs> my grandma Rose, she was always very proud of us and, yep. and super... Um, the the nicest human being I've ever met. Like she was just always mm-hmm. the sweetest. She's very religious, but also just mm-hmm. so incredibly kind. Is there a moment where you feel like you can feel her presence? I, I don't even know how to interpret this. She made me feel something in my heart. And 
I literally felt the emotion that she was saying, he knows when I'm around, he can feel it. I think about her a lot. Um, she's someone out of anyone who I've known who's passed. She, um, she's just the one I think about the most. Um, I don't know if there's a specific time, but just. Well, just know that when you're doing that, her soul is with you. Now, did she have something? Could she not really communicate well in the end? She made me feel something in the brain and she goes, Teresa, she goes, I knew everything. She goes, even though they were saying that I didn't know and I couldn't express myself, she says, I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember towards the end, I would talk to her on the phone and we had trouble communicating. Mm -hmm. Um, She couldn't speak very well at the end. But it was always smiling. And it was almost like you can look in her eyes and you can see how happy she was just to Mm. hear your voice. Oh, great. That makes me feel good. So that's that's how I, it works, Danny. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I got so emotional. I, I wasn't expecting to get so emotional. It but is I, emo- it is emotional because because you can feel it. This is the other thing that I don't think people realize that you you feel something when this happens, and nobody can tell you that what you feel isn't real. You know what you feel, right? You know right. your emotions. You know what happens as you're hearing these messages. And I say things for a reason. I'm going to tell you, it was not a coincidence that I used the rose bush and yeah. the rose bud. And when you said it, I felt like my whole, my whole, this sounds lame or cheesy, but I felt like my whole body just, something happened. I don't know. That was uh, her soul. Oh. That is the soul. It's anything that goes on around you that is odd, weird, you might think is a coincidence or even unexplainable. Know that that is your loved ones. So when you're talking about these souls who have passed... Are they with you all the time or what are they doing? This might sound stupid too. They're what are not, they doing? They're, they're not, not in the shower. You? They're not watching you in the bedroom. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's usually what <laughs> you could say it's Annie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not doing that stuff. I, no, no, no. They just come in at a, a important times, right? Right. We're not that exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, um, yeah. yeah. So I, you know what? That's the other thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they just, they, they have to be with us at, at certain points because they're acknowledging th- specific things that go on. So how would they know about it? Because they're living life through our eyes and soul form. I, look, there are times that I, I can feel like I could be sensing my own loved ones as I'm on the phone with my, my family members that live in another state. And they're like, yep, I'm seeing the same exact thing. I'm feeling the same thing. I know Nanny is with us. So, and I always say, I'll find out when I get there. Right. Right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. 
Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify s-h-o-p-i-f-y dot com slash everything iconic it's such a gift you know i i yes i'm not i don't want to say i was ever skeptical it's just i i don't know there there you mentioned you get a feeling and there was mm-hmm. something i can't i don't know that i've ever had that feeling before when i started mm-hmm. crying it was I, i've never had such an overwhelming, of course right. I've cried before, but something. But it was different. It's the way that it felt yeah, and why you were having the emotion. Yeah. And today too, I, I've been thinking about my grandparents just because my brother just had a baby this morning. Um, and so I've been thinking about them and, and. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and specifically because I wasn't able to be there for my grandma uh, when, when both grandmas, mm-hmm. when they passed, um, I know I was just thinking, cause I'm not able to be there for my brother. I it, but it's the, it, it's honestly the same thing. It is that burden, that, that loss that we feel, right. That we feel that we weren't there for our loved ones, whatever it may be. You know, my dad, uh, he really took care of my grandpa towards the end. And uh, he did that for my grandma. And I, Mm-hmm. I always wonder if she she recognized that from beyond. Um, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She says now your father knows what a pain in the ass right. <laughs> your grandfather really was, and now they go. Oh, now we know what mommy meant. Right, right, right. Uh, and then my other, my grandpa on my mom's side. I never got to know him, but there was. There's this dream I have because he mm-hmm. um, he had walked me when I was one year. He died when I was, I think, one years old. So mm-hmm. I was a baby. But um, I sometimes have this dream. And my mom has told me this story about how he took me, I think, the night before he passed. And he walked me around a grocery store. Um, and it comes to me sometimes. And Wow. I don't know. Um, a lot of times when we have dreams or we remember things and they're so vivid, right? And we, there's no explanation. That's a visitation from the soul. Mm. So mm-hmm. I would interpret it in a way that that is your grandfather remembering his last moments here in the physical world. Right. Wow. Teresa. But, uh, let, me, let, let me ask you about the new baby. Um, is the baby named after someone, form of a name? Could be a, an, an initial? You know, there, we haven't even found out the, the middle name. They know the okay. first name, but they're still working out the middle name. Even if they were considering naming after someone. Doesn't mean that they should or they should have. 
the thought and wanting to do that, I ask them to validate that they held the soul before coming here into the physical world and they know of the baby. They showed me the little marking on the back of the neck. Um, that's my symbol for that they held the soul. So whether it might be a marking that goes away or gets lighter, it's a validation that they held the soul and using the validation of considering naming the child after someone, form of a name, middle name, just even an initial. And even if they don't, to spirit, the thought of wanting to do that means the absolute world to them. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Teresa, this was so wonderful to talk to you. I, uh, how are you enjoying doing these readings on, on your show? I mean, I'm enjoying it a lot. You know, Long Island Medium is going to be a little different this season in the fact that we're doing readings virtually. We were able to do some in person, you know, with all the following all the rules and protocols of uh, COVID. Um, but, um, and it's actually going to be now on discovery plus it's now on a new streaming service with discovery. So it's, I'm very interested to see, um, I haven't, I don't see the episodes until they air. So it's very interesting on how we still have this emotion and the thing that you were able to even witness that even over zoom. And the thing that I love about, um, you know, during this pandemic, I say, this is the one silver lining that came out of the pandemic for me was that I realized that Zoom is the new phone reading. So I was able to start my own podcast called Hey Spirit, where I'm reading people all over the country, all over the world, and people are listening, that they're hearing the messages, and it's almost like they can feel it and they can be in that moment right. with them. And, I, I, and I, I think they kind of also get that sense of what it's like for me because they're feeling it as well. Right. You felt it. Yeah, and I even when I was listening to your show last night, I I mean it's it's very fascinating, it's very entertaining, and all of those things, but uh, it's very emotional as well. Yeah. It's just um, there's something. The, thing, the thing that I love about what I do is you get something out of it, whether you're watching Long Island Medium, listening to Hey Spirit, or even someone listening, you know, to your show. They're gonna get something out of it. Maybe they're gonna think twice about when they see that feather on the floor. And they think of a departed loved one, or they feel as if someone is standing next to them, but there's no one else in the room. Or when they have those vivid dreams to know that that is a visitation, it is the soul wanting you to remember them in that way. They don't want you to remember them sick or suffering or not being okay. That's why your grandma Rose just said to me, you, you had an experience with her after she died. Is that correct? Did you think you saw her or you, you, you woke up from a dream and it was like, oh, how could that be? She died. Yeah. Yeah. A couple times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, I, don't, I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. Mm. So I always, I, I embrace it when I, when I say that to someone because um, I don't connect with them in that way. Yeah. I had a, a dream sort of recently where it felt like she was, we were together and even this sounds silly, but with my, my dog that had passed too, it yeah. was like we were hanging out and it felt so real to me. Um, I think I might've even told my parents about it. I, I was like, mom, this was so strange. But uh, that's the difference between a dream and a visitation. So when we dream of someone that has passed and we remember it so vividly and they're happy and they're smiling and we're doing something fun, right? Mm -hmm. It validates that that is how they want you to remember them. And it was a visitation. Mm -hmm. So she mm -hmm. was letting you, did you get another dog? Um, no, not thinking no, about it. I, my, my boyfriend and I have been thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We we want one. We just haven't 
Um, That's fine. Look, this doesn't mean that you're supposed to get another dog. <laughs> it's yeah. validating that the souls are all together and that the dog is with your loved ones. Mm. I can hear the bark. Do you sometimes think you hear the dog barking? Yeah. I, yeah. I literally feel like I can hear, know that that's real. Know that that is the soul of your pet. Oh. Uh, Teresa, do you find that people, when you're doing these readings, are, are holding on to their loved ones who have passed too much? Or um, I, don't, I don't think we can hold on too much. Yeah. I think we hold on differently. I think there's a difference in remembering our loved ones, including them in our lives, um, and we're able to move forward. What I've noticed that you have to realize there are people that come for a reading for many different reasons. Some people come because they lost a child and they don't want to go on anymore. They don't know how to go on after the loss of their child. Parents come, they might be on the verge of a divorce because of the loss of a child, and they come and they're able to find a way to repair their marriage. Mm-hmm. So what I do, I feel, is more than just me communicating with the souls of the departed. It gives us faith, hope, and peace. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to wrap this up. I know... Um... I know you're a busy woman, but I wonder if there's anything, um, those souls, I don't know if they're still with you, but if any, anything that maybe I could pass on to my family or, or any of them, a message they might want to send, or is that just keep, keep looking for the signs and symbols. And I know how much you love and miss us, but we are just with you in a different way. I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I just want to share one thing with you. When we were talking about your uh, grandma Rose, um, she kept on me primary color balloons, and I was going to ask you if it was your birthday, and and I I heard no, but now I understand it. You just had the birth of a child, right. so today is the birthday. Yeah. So I I never had that before, but this is how I build my spirit library. When spirit shows me things, and I I am different meanings for primary color balloons. So now if someone says now in the future, if you ever listen to my show and you hear me say, "Is it your birthday?" and they go no, I go, "Well, was there just a child born?" You're gonna know. Spirit just showed me you. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I feel like we could be be like best friends. I know, Teresa, this was honestly like, I'm so, I feel like I, I just want to sit on here with you forever because this is so fascinating to me. And I, I feel silly because I'm just like, what else are no. you going to say? Like, don't be silly. It's so nice. But you know what? This is, this is a part of, you know, it's a thing. You know what? Maybe we leave each other with that and then, you know, we can connect we'll again in the future. Time. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, Teresa, anything else you could tell people about where they can find you, the show, Hey Spirit, all of that stuff? Sure. You can find uh, Long Island Medium coming on the beginning of the year on Discovery Plus. And you can find me, Teresa Caputo, anywhere on any of your social media, just at Teresa Caputo. And more importantly, Hey Spirit, which I am so proud of wherever you listen to podcasts and be able to listen to amazing healing messages. It's a wonderful podcast. It's on Acast. I encourage everyone to to go check out Hey Spirit, subscribe, listen. Um, if you're watching uh, this interview on YouTube, I want to just let everyone know to, know to subscribe, comment, like, all of that stuff. You can find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And Teresa, uh, thank you so much. I, I feel... Um, like I just had a great therapy session. I feel like I've just oh, some sort of weight lifted off of me. I don't know. Um, Love so thank that. You. And, and the fact that you weren't even searching for it. 
No, right? no, no. I was not expecting to be no. so emotional this morning. Um, what a beautiful gift from your you. departed loved ones. Truly, truly. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you so Hope much. To Have talk a great- again soon. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Bye. Have a fantastic day. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.